0: and Professor Mikey here. Welcome to Old School. For the next few minutes, we're going to get lost in 1965. It's quite easy to put together a playlist from 65, which incidentally was the second year of total Beatle global domination. Ask any wicked tedious jukebox generator algorithm boss jock, and they will tell you the only songs that mattered were Satisfaction by the Stones,
1: Yesterday Helping a Hard Day's Night from the Liverpudlians, Down
0: Now, the Beatles had thrown a seismic monkey wrench into the works. If you weren't a Beatle, one solution was to be a Beatle imitator, but that only went so far. The other was to stick with your convictions and become the artist you started out to be. But I love these songs that made no greatest hits list. And I love that I may be playing them for someone who may be hearing them for the first time. I want to start getting lost in 1965 with a guy that we've basically lost track of over the years. He was known as a performer at the time, but he did better as a songwriter. For instance, he wrote Pony Time for Chubby Checker, which was a really big hit at the time, and one I think you'll recognize, Chain of Fools by Aretha Franklin. Chain Chain of Fools in music language translates to 401k. Anyway, Don Covey was 29 years old at the time of this recording, which wasn't even released as a single. And if you're like me, you've gone 50 years, or at least your whole life, thinking this was an original by Steppenwolf in 1968. This is three years before the original, sung by Don Covey, as we get lost in 70s. Here's the four babes from Queens who enjoyed eleven top 100 hits from August of '64 to June of '66: Marge and Marianne Ganzer and Betty and Mary Weiss. Yeah,
2: well I hear he's bad. Uh, he's good, bad, but he's not evil. Tell me
0: more. Tell me more. Before they took a ride on the back of the bike that belonged to the leader of the pack, written by powerhouse duo Ellie Greenwich and Jeff Barry. Authors of The Do-Run-Run, Chapel of Love, and Be My Baby. This is out in the streets, a great place to be, especially with the Shangri-Las.
3: the Shangri-Las to tell you a bit about dating courtesy. A girl is right to assume her date will perform little acts of courtesy which are his privilege. If you are smart, you will allow him to open doors and hold chairs. Don't barge on ahead head like a baby elephant. You'll get attention all right, but it won't be favorable. It is correct to pause and let him know you expect him to act like a gentleman. He'll love it and think you're a lady, and in return it will flatter his masculine ego. <laughs>
0: The Turtles in 1965 had some success as folk rockers covering Dylan's It Ain't Me Babe, but they really were a surf band, and it really was the mid 60s, so of course they wanted to be the Beatles. Or the Birds, or Ravi Shankar, or Elvis. Maybe Lonnie Donegan. How about Dean Torrance? Ah, who knows? It's all too much. Here they go for a raga rock sound full of doom and gloom long before they would become happy together. The Turtles, 1965. Grim Reaper of Love. 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 Little Miss
4: Lonely Sitting for lonely Looks through her window Clouds hide the sun She thinks of her but Gone like a wilder She knows he'll never Mix of the loss of his love, reflecting his past, thinking love can last. He was so happy, peaceful, and carefree. Now his life.
0: got a good one for your rock and roll reading list. Check out Shell Shocked, My Life with the Turtles, Flo and Eddie, and Frank Zappa, etc. from lead singer Howard Kalen. Now, what would also make a funny book would be country stars who tried to make it as rock stars. There's There's a long list from Johnny Cash to Garth Brooks with stops with George Jones along the way, and this guy, Charlie Rich who gave us one of the dumbest songs of 1965 called Mohair Sam. The Sorrows and their down-to-earth lead singer Don Farden were heavily influenced by R&B and had a song in 1965 that just missed the British Top 20. Let's tune in to Radio London 1965 and hear The Sorrows with Take a Heart.
3: This is
2: wonderful, Radio London, where you're
4: here. break a heart, then you break a heart, but before you do, you make it fall for you. Then you give it back, oh. you shouldn't do
5: that. You see me walk that floor,
4: just thinking of you you see me walk that front baby right out of my shoes somebody help me please tell me what to do just send an hand away you all hearts in distress want somebody Heart, but before you do, you make it fold for you. Then you give it back.
5: Oh, you shouldn't do that. See me walk that
4: floor just a thinking of you. You see me walk that front, baby. Out of my shoes, somebody help me, please. Tell me what to do, send me an answer.
0: Here, professor mikey leslie gore's recording career spans the years 1963 to 1969 and is remembered mostly for her early teen girl angst anthems like it's my party and i'll cry if i want to it's judy's turn to cry etc as she matured however her voice became more assertive as her sales dwindled take this one for example a song written by mike post and produced by jack nitschke From 1965, Leslie Gore rocks out on No Matter What You Do. The Brummels are often overlooked in the movement that would make San Francisco music central in a time just before the Summer of Love. They began playing nightclubs in North Beach around 1964 and were quickly discovered by the father of underground radio, Tom Donahue. Donahue produced them to sound like an early wave of the British invasion, which confused a lot of people into thinking they were as British as the Kinks and the Searchers. But after all, this was California, led by vocalist Sal Valentino on chart hits like Laugh, Laugh, and Just a Little. Here's their fourth single, recorded where else but in San Francisco in August of 1965. The Bo Brummels and Don't Talk to Strangers. 26 year old Otis Redding to a plane crash in 1967 was a monumental disaster for music fans the world over. In a career that lasted only six years, Redding developed a style and personality that solidified him as one of the premier soul talents of all time. There's something special about every one of his songs, like in this breakthrough hit about a guy who just got a new name all because of a broken heart. Redding wrote it with guitarist Steve Cropper, who was one of Booker T's MGs. They're part of the backup band. The rest are the members of the legendary Memphis Horns. From 1965, January to be exact, Otis Redding and Mr. Pitiful. Let me. Artists never know what's going to happen to their music. Take the great Roy Head, who passed away just before his 80th birthday in 2020. Two years after his death, his most famous song was the lead-off song for Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now let's tune our 25-inch Magnavox black-and-white TV to Hollywood a go-go. This is Roy Head, treat her right.
5: This is Lucille with a pretty green ribbon in her hair tonight, one of our go-go dancers, Guzzari dancers. We try to introduce all of them to you, let you know that they're becoming part of your go-go family every single week. We always try to treat her right as all the Guzzari girls. That's the cue to the next song. But before you hear it, before you see, let me tell you that you are about to
0: meet one of the great new stars of the 60s. Once he starts singing, you do not stop. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce the great, and I do mean great, let him go. Roy Hand! Yeah. The strange tale of Molty begins when drummer Victor Moulton was 14 years old. That's when, while trying to construct a pipe bomb, he blew off his left hand. That he pursued a career as a rock drummer with a Captain Hook-like prosthesis is fairly amazing that he would sing a song about his life's defining accident is something else. And there the mystery begins. Multi was the drummer for the Barbarians, but the garage-level rumor is that he cut this single not with members of his own band, but with members of Bob Dylan's band, The Hawks, who, of course, went on to become the band. Give it up for Multi.
6: I remember the days when things were real bad for me. It was right after my accident, when I lost my hand. It seemed like I was all alone, with nobody to help me. You know, I almost gave up all my hopes and dreams. But then 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 something inside me kept telling me, way down inside me, over and over again, to keep going on. Yeah, on. Well, Things are better for me now, because I found that I love music. So I learned to play the drums, and got myself a band. And now we're starting to make it. And if you can make it at something you love, wow, you got it all. So I'm saying this to all of you. All of you who think you'll never make it. All you guys and girls, because you're so bad off. Or maybe you think you're a little different or strange. So listen to me now, because I've lived through it all. there's just one thing that I need not sympathy and I don't want no pity but a girl a real girl one that really loves me and then I'll be the complete man so I'm gonna tell you right now Listen. <laughs>
3: What do you find when you are lost in 1965?
0: Unit 4 Plus 2 was a British band that was together in 1965 when they achieved one-hit wonder status. They were gone in 1970, 30 years later. Somebody remembered their song, and it was included in the soundtrack for the motion picture Rushmore. As
5: sweet as roses in the morning You to me are soft as summer rain that dawn in lovely share. That's something red The sidewalks in the street The
2: concrete and the clay Beneath my feet begins to crumble But love will never die
5: Because you will see the mountains tumble Before we say goodbye My love and I Will be in love eternally that's the way. Mm, that's the way it's meant to be. All around, I see the purple shades of evening. And on the ground, shadows fall, and once again you in my arms, so tenderly. The sidewalks in the street, the concrete and the clay beneath my feet begins to crumble. But love will never die, because we'll see the mountains crumble. Oh, we say goodbye, goodbye. my love and I. We love eternally. And that's the way, that's the way it's meant to be.
2: The
5: sidewalks in the street, the concrete the clay beneath my feet begins to crumble but love will never die because we'll see the mountains stumble before we say goodbye my well, love and I will be in love eternally that's the way that's the way it's meant to be that's the way it's meant to be. Oh, that's the way that's the way it's meant to be
0: The British invasion reeked with comparisons. The Stones were wild, rougher, and shaggier than the Beatles. But the pretty things were even edgier than the Stones. And they had longer hair. Dick Taylor jammed with Mick and Keith in a group they called Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys. When Brian Jones came along in 1962, Taylor bowed out of the group to concentrate on his studies at art school. However, school was school. And before long, Taylor had teamed up with classmate Phil May, and the pretty things were born. Here's their fifth single, a bitter disappointment because it didn't even make the British top 50, and it took them a 16-hour night to record it. But again, that's what happens when you're a midnight-to-six man. The Pretty Things, December 1965. heard a lot of artists and songs that kind of got lost in the shuffle in 1965 today. The fictional story of the Strange Loves is almost as cool as the true story. From the 1966 press release, the Strange Brothers Miles, Niles, and Giles came from Australia. Crossbreeding genius Miles came up with a new kind of long-haired sheep when he was just 16 years old. The ensuing riches for the genetic pioneer meant that he and his brothers could concentrate on their music, mixing a sound they interpreted as Afro-English. The true story was that Bob Feldman, Jerry Goldstein, and Richard Goderer were songwriters and producers from New York City. Now, they were behind the scenes in songs like uh, The McCoys' Hang On Sloopy and uh, The Angels' My Boyfriend's Back. In their first year of existence, however, the Strange Loves rock the world with what you're about to hear. This is the original I Want Candy. No, it is too bad that years aren't comets. Having 1965 come around every now and then would be way fun. The music stays with us, though, in libraries, and sound closets, on digital playlists, and in the always breezy curriculum of Professor Mikey's Old School. My office hours are a little whack, but the Old School podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Substack, Many episodes are now archived on YouTube, where you could and should subscribe anytime at Professor Mikey's Old School. Easy to remember. It's free because this podcast is produced for educational purposes. Many don't even realize they're learning, and then boom, they've got a new favorite song. Any and all music heard in this program resides within the public domain or it's used within the guidelines of fair use that was provided for in Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, or it's provided for by the podcast service you are tuned to. If you thought some of the music from Lost in 1965 was pretty funny, you are in for a real trip. Alan Sherman was a working humorist in 1965. He pulled huge numbers for his summer camp disaster song, Hello Mudda, Hello Fada." Today, he drops the last note in this 1965 time capsule with his parody of a Petula Clark hit. I'm Professor Mikey. Stay safe, listen well, support music, and I'll be talking at you next time on Old School.
3: mommy and dad are never nervous or mad when you teenagers go downtown daddy and mom just stay at home and keep calm and watch the late late show uptown cause when you kids are gone we get to spend some time alone here that's our only chance to use the bathtub or the phone here when you're away besides we're stuck where we are because you kids took our money You kids took our car and went downtown. Where can you possibly? Downtown. It's 20 after 3. Downtown. What do you mean by let's fruit? (laughs) You don't come home till 4 a.m. Cause you're roaming in the street somewhere. Downtown. Downtown. Feels well If only someone Would tell us What goes on Down there Downtown But every time We ask you What you're doing After dark there You just say That you were Fruging To Petula Clark there That's what I mean So kids Give your folks A break Because you're Driving us crazy We sit here All night And take Pills down Swallowing pills So we'll Calm down Counting the hours You're When you're frug and you're
2: sloppy.
3: (laughs) While we're lying there, we try to watch the television. Then you call us up and say you've had a slight collision. There goes the car. Beside that, you've been arrested. So we gotta get up and we gotta get dressed and go down, down. Borrow a car and go down, down. That's where you are, you pink. <laughs> down, down. Wait till I get you kids home. Oh, there'll be no more brooding, no swimming, no jerk, no mashed potato, no swap. Now take some else, you're gonna stay home tomorrow night And your mother and I are going downtown And we're gonna dance the tango, the waltz, and the podstrap And we're gonna do the bunny hop, it's a nice dance And there'll be no more fruging, is that
1: quite clear? No more frogging. Yeah.
4: The guys and gals all over the nation are flipping for this gal. Her name's Tula Clark.
2: I feel sad when you really don't have to. There's a lot of fun and it's coming your way. Find a place where there's music and laughter and have a coke while the record's playing cause things go.